Hockey season is coming up, and that means new merch over at ourdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great 22-23 hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey coming up by getting a new look to wear on game days, or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at ourdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink in November. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Minutes Roughing. I'm, of course, your host, Marley Rando, joined by the one, the only, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I've been actually on the, for those who follow my Twitter, I've actually been trying to do stuff again, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got some fun stuff. I mean, they, like we're recording this like right after kind of the, uh, Chicago Wolves news. Uh, so you got a lot yeah. going on there. Oh, when I like I said, I'm fully supportive of that. If you, I know it's not literally like what we talked about here, but like if they go independent, hell yeah, hell yeah, oh. I will be a like I will officially become a Wolves fan. <laughs> well, like, like, no, here's the thing: they've always wanted to do that. They've always wanted to do that, and I love it. Well, so let's go ahead and get into some stuff because guess what, Mark? Basically, mm. every team's in the playoffs. That's going to be in the playoffs. We yep. just we don't oh. know standings yet. All the spots are officially cleansed in the SPHL, so now we're just playing the waiting game of finding out who the frick are you going to play. Well, and that's also the same for the Fed because teams yeah. are being weird. Uh, let's talk about that one of those. Columbus. Um, <laughs> it's getting tight. It's very yeah. tight. Oh, the best part. Yeah, so four games left for Columbus and Carolina. Columbus has a one-point lead. One point. That means crap all in the in the fed and guess yeah. what the last four games for both of those teams are against each other yeah so we're we are literally having a kind of <laughs> welcome to playoff war. yeah welcome to bl- to a bloody bloody war that i there this is going to get bad i think i hope i i don't hope it gets bad but i think it's gonna get bad yeah i think i think we're gonna see some very intense games <laughs> And that's kind of like the one thing where I'm like, oh, what is this? How how's it going to look like now? Because- yeah, because Columbus. Here's the thing: Columbus has so three of the four games are in Columbus, so that's right. advanced River Dragons there. However, Carolina has the season series that also helps, and yeah, and so- Carolina is on a three game winning streak at the moment. Yes. So the it, you can't really go off of anything. This just feels completely even. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, just I, to kind of compare, the only reason Columbus is ahead right now is they have ten losses and four OT wins, while Carolina has twelve losses and two OT wins. That's literally the only thing saving them. Yep. Like that. That is an insanely close margin. These teams. Unfortunately, in my case, because of what I said at the beginning of the season, are very evenly matched, and I am very interested. Uh, will we see another brawl like in 2020 before COVID Ooh. happened? We, I mean, we kind of got some taste of that happening, you know, again, but nothing at the same level. So all I'm saying is, I think I if I it was if I was a meteorologist, I know I know some of my predictions have been exactly not great on ice, but. <laughs> oh, I think we have some we'll good talk conditions. about one bad prediction of ours later. Yeah, 
But Mark, I, do you think the the conditions are right for a full online brawl like we saw <laughs> back then? Get. Mm, I'm trying to think. So both the games this weekend are in Columbus, right? The game that's in Carolina, that's the one. That's mm. the one. So next weekend, I think there. I, I'm I'm pinning next weekend as the day everything goes to to hell. Mm. I give it a couple games. Give it a couple games. Give it, you know. I don't think because it was four games in a row. Like, yeah, that makes people very tired of each other. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like give it to the second weekend on that. Yeah. Well, let's t- think about to the especially, two other teams, especially if. Okay, here's the question: Do you think it's more possible if they are still like neck and neck, so like they're like tied or like one point difference in standings going into next weekend, or do you think if it's like clear who has it at that point? I see both ways. You see both ways. It, it, you just think that it's going to just happen next weekend. I, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, these these are two teams, two fan bases that hate each other, and it's just prime. It's it's yeah. primed right now, and it's it's something's got to go. <laughs> well, anyway, let's speak about kind of two other teams, uh, Motor City and Port Huron. Yeah. Uh, again, forty five minutes away from each other. Uh, not exactly two same teams, but two teams that have you know fought a lot. It looks like they won't be going into the playoffs facing each other, but still. Uh, again, kind of a race where Motor City has 91 points. They're also on a six-game winning streak. Port Huron, they have 80, but again, fourth place in the Continental is not exactly great either. So Yeah. I mean, I guess Motor City, they're going to they're either going to be playing Carolina or Columbus, and they played well against both of those teams. Yeah, that's the thing. Motor City, yeah. I think they are the biggest, like they are absolutely the biggest, like chance for a lower seed to take out a higher seed of yeah. anything in these playoffs, upcoming playoffs. Like Motor City, Motor City can easily take care of Carolina, Columbus, given any day. They are a weird team, but they have gotten hot at the right time, and that's always going to be scary. That's yeah. always a thing to worry about. It is. I'm very intrigued with how this team is going to handle the playoffs because, again, they they have, like you said, hot and cold this season. Most of the time they've been hot, but they've had some very cold moments. And it seems like they're hot at the right time. I mean, right now, besides Danbury, they have the best uh, 10-game record in in the league. Yep. So something, just something to kind of look at. Uh, And then with Port Huron, I feel like they're they're unfortunately going to be cannon fodder for whoever gets first. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see this going past anywhere. Although, imagine if we do get, imagine full chaos and we get Battle of Michigan in the Continental Finals. That would be insane. <laughs> because again, oh. forty-five minute drive, like th- that's incentive for fans to like travel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's but, start. Let's start talking about the Empire Division uh, when it comes yeah, to the kind of yeah, standards. Yeah, screw Mississippi. Uh, unfortunately, well, it's just what exactly is Mississippi going to do? Just. uh just sitting fifth. I mean, yeah, and they, they kind of just lay down and die. We didn't even talk about the games, by the way. Well, it's just because playoffs are much more interesting at this point. Well, uh, it's like, okay, so Motor City. Okay, oh, Danbury. Oh, yeah, Danbury. Uh, talk about teams who are getting hot at the right time, and they are like the worst team for everybody else in the league to get hot at the right time. Uh, Nine I mean, one in the yeah. last 10. Four yeah. game winning streak. 
and I mean, they've already taken the Empire Division, also. Yeah, they've uh, already. Sure. Yeah, they've long taken that. They're the most likely candidate to take the. Uh, uh, the entire thing. For, yeah, the regular season title too. So yeah, mean, which I, I believe would also be a first for Danbury in, in any league. So, really, I believe so. No, that's I am sure. I now let me say this I am sure I, I, I could be wrong. And I'm oh, looking one, this up right now. Well, I, well, I could also have right one now. Christian Gardecki soon in, in, in our, in our, no, you don't, he won't have to worry about that. I can uh, take care of that myself. I can take care of that myself because, because I know, calling. I don't, I don't think that I could, I don't think the Titans ever did anything. Uh, well, Titan, like, no, I'm looking at the well, Whalers. I mean, they won the championship, but I'm talking about in the regular season. I don't think they ever got no, but I'm that. looking at the Whalers, maybe. Yeah, and of like, course, hat tricks haven't gotten a chance. So, uh, Whalers got second in 2020, uh, like in 2012-2013. Okay, they got first in 2013-2014. Okay, so I, I was wrong in the four team fed. And they lost in the finals to Dayton. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe, okay, a little leniency there. But I mean, they, you're still saying like, oh, but the, oh, no, the Titans also got first in 2015, okay. 16, well, and lost in the wrong. finals. I was wrong. And they I'm lost. A, I'm a, and that was a 16 league, and they lost in the finals to Port Huron. So maybe, okay, hold on here. You're seeing maybe where my mind's going at right now. Yeah, this could be the first Danbury team to like win like the regular season and a no. I'm saying maybe they shouldn't win the regular season. Oh, maybe they shouldn't. Maybe that's a bad sign. Uh oh. Which I mean, they're basically primed to at this point. Like, there's no way Columbus or Carolina takes it unless Danbury just dies over the next two weekends. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, literally, Danbury is playing Elmira this weekend, and then uh, otherwise they're playing Port Huron and Port Huron, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, all I'm going to say is I hope they can break that little Fed curse of winning the regular season title but not being able to finish it out. Yeah, well, that, let's go ahead. And, let's I know that struggle. Let's go ahead and look at, you know, Binghamton also. Uh, kind of sticking around. They, they basically yeah. just – they're holding on to second. Um, yeah. I, I guess, you know, we're, we're just kind of they're, – they're in a weird, like, holding position, it feels. Like, yeah. they're on a two-game winning streak. They're 6-3-1, and one, which is – You know what? You know what though they did, you know they actually took a big game on Saturday against. Uh, like, hold on here, hold on. Let me just check something real fast. Are you like, okay? Didn't they play? <laughs> didn't they? Yes, they had. They won a big game against Columbus. They and were did, in Binghamton. Uh, Columbus was in Binghamton. Uh, Binghamton won five to three. Yeah, I guess big. Like, yeah, that that definitely puts me in a little bit of a hmm. This little hmm. Well, still. Uh, a lot, lot to kind of go over. We have Watertown, who lo- did, then lost to Columbus on uh, on uh, Friday, but still, yeah, they I are know. basically kind of just scratching their way to keeping that third seed uh, by any means necessary. Then you I have Elmira. You know something crazy? What? Binghamton took the, the season series against Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just had to look at that. I was like, huh. All right, That's and then, keep and then we have El- Elmira, uh, which, again, 51 games played. Uh, I believe they're going to have a Wednesday game to make uh, up a couple of things. But two-game yeah. losing streak, 2-7-1. Um, again, uh, Danbury and Binghamton, they are, d- 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 you know, unless something happens, we know, we know what the Empire's like. Look, if they are not in the – 
in the Empire Finals. If they are not in the Empire Finals, those two teams, something uh, one of them, one or both of them need to fold. Yeah, there. there I, I'm just saying that outright. One or both <laughs> of them need to fold. Yeah. Well, all right, and then let's talk about Delaware real quick. Of course, um, basically no updates about their situation. Uh, they did put like a whole like little video out like right before we recorded. We watched it. There's nothing new besides like, you know, I, I like they they try to like I don't know they try to basically like kind of start another fight with the state fairgrounds over some statement that they never addressed and like it feels I like guess. old man yelling at clouds. Yeah, and like supposedly some state senators stepping in, whatever. Uh, I, I, Mark, just just for one second, let me stand on a soapbox. I don't like standing on a soapbox, but I feel like I have to sometimes because Delaware fans. Remember how we talked about last week? How Delaware fans—they are very—they're great fans. They needed to take it back a notch a little bit. Yeah. Um, you, you, I think you know what I'm getting back at here. Uh, yeah, so I think again, I know. Again. Brando has his ways. I'm, I am in uh, a couple of the Delaware groups because, again, <clears throat> sometimes I rain my fascist. Anyway, but moving on. Um, they, you, you know what they're complaining about, Mark, now? Again, the little fight, the, the slap fight with the, the fairgrounds. Again, I'm on the side of the Thunder personally. But the fans are not helping. You, you, you saw what I was laughing at a few days ago, correct? About a post? I I think... I. I... May have to jog my memory a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to read it out. From the Delaware Thunder Pack group, just, this was three days ago, just noticed that the Facebook, uh, fair, fair FB director, I guess Fairgrounds, again, learn to spell, uh, doesn't have a problem with MMA fights at the fair. And then guess what? Uh, from one from one Karen, I'm not going to say her name, but nice family core values. Of course, a, 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 a little sarcastic comments again and then of course you had people like literally saying why are you trying to you know stop this but just to give you an idea and then of course we had the composite of people we know who who the burner account on facebook uh was like you know trying to talk trash why are they are these fans do not need to attack the business of what's going on at the fairgrounds that only yeah it's only gonna make your case worse yes as some okay look I'm going to be real honest. As somebody who is currently, their own team is in a fight with the arena right now. Trust me. Is it a pain in the ass? Yes. However, we got to, you got to be better about that. Yeah. And it's just like, it, like I, I, I do not get why fans feel like they need to attack everything. And again, it's again, maybe, maybe it's the nice family core values comment that really kind of set me over the edge on this post because again I, I i'm not the biggest mma fan i like if there's like if like they put like the highlights on youtube i'll throw it on the background while i'm doing work but it's just like you know but it's like it's like you don't have to care out about like mma fights like happening at an arena like it's so dumb like you you like there you know it's it's very obvious what people were trying to get at with this post and i am very glad it didn't get a lot of traction yeah um, yeah, I don't even think Del- I don't even think Delaware fans even liked it. I'm be- like they, I. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like literally, like most I think of the most comments, Delaware fans were just looking at that like kind of. Yeah, but but still, like again, the people were like, "What's in the biggest support?" But you could, again, looking at the, the Facebook profiles, you could figure out what kind of people were kind of stir up this drama. 
And that's exactly what it's because again, that's how you know Delaware thinks they're gonna have to win this fight, which again, very wrong, but still. And it's just like the Delaware fans, again, I am not because again, there is a weird section of Delaware fans who think like again, people should not be criticized and how actions are taken. You're not exactly helping your case. No. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You're not. You just, just say people are watching actions and seeing how fans are treating are treating the situation, how they treat others, who criticize others, uh, fairly and constructively. And uh, you, there's not a lot of support happening at the moment. That's all I'll say because of how fans treat other fans. So, yeah. just that's just something I'll say. All right, I'm yeah. off the soapbox. I just had to get that off my chest. And for once, you were on it, not me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's just talk about the SPHL now. I, 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 that, 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 those kind of things make me go insane. Um, let's go and talk about Peoria. Yeah. Um, what? Kind of a weird thing because Mark, I want to kind of ask you this: the team is five, four, and one in their past ten. They are on a two-game winning streak, though. But it's in a weird situation where it looks like Birmingham might be playing catch-up. Well, here's the thing: so we do have the two-point advantage we both and both teams play 57 games and we both have two games this weekend to finish out the year yeah so and here's the and the only difference in our standings is we have a win and they have a regulation loss that's the difference Mm -hmm. so it still is advantage peoria right now birmingham plays two games against evansville a home and home and Peoria plays two games at home against Pensacola. Right. So Pensacola's kind of hot right now. Evansville's kind of actually tearing a little bit. I it's kind of hard to say who's gonna get what at this point. There is definitely a possibility where Pensacola where Pensacola might as well just stay in Peoria, or they both just go back to Pensacola together. Mm-hmm. Because if Peoria does drop down to second, then that'll probably be the 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 playoff series. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, but yeah, no, Peoria is currently at the advantage. It's definitely still possible for Birmingham to to take the jump, though. Um, it, it's just gonna it's just gonna be tough to see who comes out on top, though. Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of although. Also, uh, congratulations to Alec, Captain Halleck Hageman for becoming the first SBHL player with 400 games played and 400 points. Mm. Yes. What a turtle-like emotion. Anyway, uh, moving on to Birmingham. Uh, so let's go ahead and kind of talk about them again. You, you kind of alluded to the fact, well, again, basically, Peoria is surviving off one regulation win and, and Birmingham's one regulation loss. I mean, again... Birmingham has basically been the hottest team in the SPHL at the moment. I mean, there's no disagreeing about that, right, Mark? Wow. Yeah. Like, there is – it's kind of – it's a very strange kind of look where Birmingham – like, I don't know. Let's see. I mean, okay, Birmingham plays at Evansville. There's no Thursday games, if I'm correct. No, there is. There's uh, making it run up. But let's see. So, Friday, yeah, it's Birmingham, Evansville, and then you have Pensacola, Peoria. And then it's the Evansville in Birmingham, and then it's Pensacola uh, at Peoria again. Yeah, I mean th- those are b- this is basically determining first place just yeah. by like a hair. Yeah, it is. And I, 
and Mark, I know you don't like when I bring this up, but remember what happened last time Pensacola played Peoria? Hmm. Well, I mean, even if they beat us to this time, do we have to? I mean, do I have to remind you what happened the last time Peoria and Pensacola played each other in the first round? Uh, Peoria won. Yeah. So, I mean, right, but, but I'm talking about this season. I know. But what I'm saying is, in that scenario, you know, saying you're saying that Pensacola is going to beat Peoria. Well, in that scenario, then if we're going off at of last, at last times, then right. But I'm just saying, like, there is definitely an open path for Birmingham to possibly take the first seat. Like, yeah. Well, speaking of Alabama teams, uh, my Huntsville Havoc—they are dead. <laughs> what what you, is going on? Uh, yeah. What what is actually happening with their? I game have no idea. The worst time. Like, what happened to that whole like? Oh, this is the Glenn Tudor special. The, I think that special. I think that special expires, Well, again, it, it, I'm going to say 2018, uh, we had uh, we, we, we hung around in third place, and guess what happened? So, just saying. Uh, but, yeah, I do not like how this team has, like, kind of gone limp all of a sudden. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe this weekend we get some fire back. I'm also kind of annoyed because we lost at um, Glenn's uh, – you know, final Havoc game, regular season home game. So I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of upset about that part, but I'm hoping like, again, this weekend they are playing uh, QC, who is basically playing for nothing now. So that's the thing where I'm just kind of like, okay, let's see what happens from this point. You know, maybe, maybe you get two wins and that really helps you. Where right now we would probably be playing um, uh, Knoxville. So we've also had some good luck against them. Just something to kind of look at. Yeah, I mean, at this point for Huntsville, unless unless Roanoke does a little funny thing, they'll probably get third. Although Roanoke could definitely do it still. Um, which if they do that, that would that would be kind of funny. That would be kind of funny. No. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh no 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 no! But uh, yeah, no Huntsville. They're getting cold at the worst time. I I even it's different than Peoria's. Peoria's. I mean, they're both kind of getting not really cold, but they're stagnant right now. Uh, well, then I would say Huntsville's kind of the same. Yeah, they're, they have very similar past ten records. Yeah, it. I. Right now, man, that the, there's okay. I know we were talking about like we were gonna wait until next week to talk about predictions, but right now, if there is a team that's winning the cup, it's Birmingham. Disagree. No, because right now they're hot at the right time. The other two top teams are very little them. playoff experience. That's my thing. They no, no, they Bulls have been in the finals before. You know that, right? But they're very different teams. Well, what I'm saying should, is though, again, roster makeup wise. But that doesn't, so, I mean, that doesn't matter. Look at all the new people from, like, sure, there was people from the past and last year's Riverman team, but think about all the players that weren't. I, but that, that the issue is that's, you know, uh, that's Trudell. I mean, again, he's someone who is, you know, it, it took so long for him just to get a cup. But, you know, for Huntsville, I mean, Glenn's made the finals uh, two times and he's won the cup both times. So, but, I don't know. The, like I said, to me, the playoffs are also, like I said, you have to get a hot at the right time. Let's look at Roanoke last year. 
Bulls are that team. And <laughs> no, Roanoke was Roanoke basically really snuck into the playoffs last year. Well, I'm saying so they got hot at the right time. That's well, Birmingham's been hot basically all season. They they've basically been kind of fighting. But I mean, there was a point where Birmingham were looking like they were easily going to take the number one seed. Right now, Birmingham's about breathing down their neck, is what I'm saying. No, Birmingham's like been hanging around top five since basically. No, 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 but what I mean, point wise, like, like there was a point where Riverman had like a ten point lead on everyone else. Yeah, I I I, I gotta disagree with the assessment. Uh, Let's talk about Evansville though. Uh, again, kind of. Uh, we didn't even talk about Roanoke at all. We didn't even we, talk we, about we talked about Roanoke. We just talked about them. What are you talking we, about? We barely even t- we barely even talked about them. Well, I, I think we're just at a point where, like, basically Roanoke, Evansville, and Knoxville, like, they're we're in a weird situation where they're basically these are all the same teams. They're stuck in like these kind of weird, like, middle grounds where we're basically going to wait and wait another weekend to see what really kind of lays because we're just kind oh of right ooh, there. Ooh, and guess who plays each other this weekend? Roanoke and Knoxville. Yeah. Oh. 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 Well, that just made that a lot more interesting. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's of course going to determine playoffs. Like no one's. Oh, like that is ridiculously going to determine playoff stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Knoxville, this is your like. Uh, I'm sorry. That... I, I got. I gotta give it to Roanoke. I, I no, I'm just, no, I was about to say Knoxville. This is your chance. This is your chance. If if you're going to do something, you got to do it now. Yeah. Well, still, again, Knoxville. They have a they they have a coach who just won uh, a championship last season again in the Fed. But it's yeah, like, same. yeah, can he can and he both, kind of carry that magic over? And Roanoke has a fairly different team than last year. That's. They have a pretty different team than they had last year, but they still have the coaching experience. You know, they still have some bits and pieces from last year's team that made it to the finals. So, it the I think those two those last two games are going to be quite fun, especially since those two teams kind of hate each other right now. Yeah, they've been hating each other all season, and I would not be. It's going to be hard. I feel like for some of the players to actually tone it down because you don't want to maybe lose players to suspension. Yeah, I mean, Roanoke's already lost one, so yeah. that's going to be sitting out to their first playoff game. Yeah, so. and that a lot of people are saying like that wasn't dirty. No, did you see the the play? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that was yeah, and that cost the Riverman their top defenseman. Yeah, that cost the Riverman like their top defensive scorer and everything. So that's another thing that's going against the Riverman right now. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and start talking about the Pensacola Ice Flyers again, barely sneaking in with Fayetteville into the playoffs. Uh, I guess. You know, the, the, a very weird Pensacola season. This is not really a great team, to be perfectly honest. I feel like they won some games that they shunt. And I, I'm very interested to see what happens because they're clearly going to be can fodder in the playoffs. They've been Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I, uh, I disagree, Mark. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe Fayetteville, but I'm not, I can't be convinced about Pensacola. Pensacola is like on a lucky three game winning streak. They're currently 4 4 1 and 1 in their past 10. But the thing is, though, like that's still a winning streak to winning streak. And uh, I disagree. And Pure and Pensacola have always been even no matter what. It's always been a fight. Right, but Pensacola is seventh right now. They'll be playing Birmingham. And Birmingham but what I'm saying is, destroyed Pensacola them could all easily, but Pensacola could easily take the two games in Peoria, cause Birmingham to get the number one seed, and then we get a. Pure versus Pensacola first round. That could, yeah, that would actually be a little interesting. 
And that's what I'm, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, I don't, I'm not convinced that Pensacola is just going to lay down and die. I don't know, but regular season is much different from playoffs, so that's true. Like I was saying, Pensacola has plenty of experience still. Yeah. And I guess Fayetteville, again, sneaking in. Uh, weird place from last season where they were pretty high up. And then now, you know, they're, they're, they just barely got in. Uh, Quad City was kind of fighting to the end a little bit. But I, 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 I can't feel bad, you know. It's just it feels like this team just kind of just stuck there. I don't know how to really no, describe it. Here's the one person I was feeling bad about the last few weekends. Kevin Reesop. Get yourself a better team, man. Get yourself a better team. Mm. You are too good for them. You are too good for them. You were laid out to freaking die, especially the last few games against Peoria. You were just let out to die in that crease. And I just felt bad. Like, it just feels like he's not getting the help he deserves. He tries. He tries so fucking hard. But his defense and a lot of times his offense just aren't there. They leave him out to die. And that's how you destroy a goaltender in the end, too. Like, Reesop needs to get on a better team. He needs to. Yeah, like you know, I'm gonna be real blunt. If the Rivermen around next year, we'll probably need goaltenders because the line I've heard is probably gonna be done. Hmm. Resop, why don't you uh, travel down I-74 a little bit? <laughs> well, well, speaking of kind of uh, Quad City, imagine being um, kind of a good defense with your skill. Well, again, I was about Quad City a little bit because, again, from 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 the outside, it I hate saying this. Because again, the quasi organization has been nothing but kind to me. I want to say that, but there there has to be some changes, right? He has okay. I know what you're getting at. Dave Snitsky has lost that locker room. He's lost it. I and I hate to say that, but he, I it, as an outsider looking in, it feels like he has lost that locker room. I won't say lost. I think that's I think that's the wrong word. But I, I feel like this is a situation where if he went to somewhere like maybe a Fayetteville or Pensacola, I think that it would be good for both sides. I really think that. I think I this might know. be a situation where maybe things got have gone a little stagnant. But I, I think I think that some there, there needs to be some changes made. Maybe, but he he I just can tell you I don't think he's the way for Quasi moving forward. Yeah, I gotta agree on that unfortunately. But I mean I mean again beginning of the season we both thought this team was gonna be good. And for a while yeah. they were. Yeah that's the that's the crazy part. That's the part. Like we both had them like going into the finals I think. I had them winning the yeah. whole damn thing. And and at the start, yeah, it looked like that. Those first few games against Peoria, they were definitely the better team. I don't know what happened. There were situations that happened, partially with Birkin, uh, partially with just other stuff as well as the rumors of like call ups being like a, like an issue. Like, I don't know what exactly happened for sure, but it's clear that something was lost along the way. Something mm-hmm. went awry, and the whole thing fell apart extremely fast. Yeah, I just I hate it because again, 
there's there's passionate Quad City fans, and I again I, I think unfortunately the best situation for everybody is kind of a change. You know, on the bench. You want to know something? I know somebody who lives in the Quad Cities who doesn't even go to Quad City games. They go to uh, Iowa Heartlander games. Wow. They they yeah. Partially because they don't support the the team in the league that they're in. Which well, is, is that just like it's just a, is that just a, like a Mad Mallers fan who like probably who probably a, but it still that does make me a little mad that does but well, that, that's form, that's just because I do, like, I do worry about I'm, I, like okay I'm gonna stand up back on the soapbox a little bit. ECHL fans are some of the worst absolute people out there. They are absolutely really dumb and they are like really arrogant and they think they're okay because of it. Anyway, I'm I'm off the I'm off the box. No, no, I'm oh no. Let me get on the soapbox real quick. And you know, I'm gonna piss off a lot of people with this. Southern hockey fans are quite the same way. They think they're all so much better than the North. Meanwhile, they're just doing the same stuff. <sighs> that look as somebody, as somebody who has watched certain groups online over the last several years. They, it's funny. They think they're like so much better. No, you're just as bad, if not worse. I they they try to act all high and mighty. No, no, that ain't how it works. Hmm. Well, so and then then there's Macon. I'm I am very interested to see what happens with this team. I think I think Nick 100 has something growing there. I I am intrigued to see what happens next season. I think I think if they kind of yeah, this have the, the if they kind of keep some of this roster they have at the end of the season, and they they bring in some more people, I think that that could be a, a kind. I'm not I'm not going to say that they're cup winning already, like on paper, but I'm interested to see what the future of making is. I'll say that 100. All I'm going to say is uh, it's a, it's kind of a shame that they have to play this weekend. You want to know why? Why? Because I mean, there's a place not too far from them that's having a major golf tournament. Maybe they could join. Not like they're going to do anything else. All right, Mark. All right. All right. <laughs> on that note, on that note, I've been the Miley Grando. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Mark, where can everyone find you and your uh, AHL uh, news account? Well, not just AHL. Like I've been talking about, I've been actually very much getting back to being active on Twitter, which by the way, you can find me at the prospector. You can find me at prospector hockey. That's prospector H C K Y. Uh, I'm currently trying to get to 150 followers and hoping for more, of course. That's my goal currently, and I hope to see you there because I, especially with playoffs right around the corner, announcement season right here too. Yes. There's plenty of stuff to be excited for in the coming months, so I hope you follow along on Twitter and join the ride with me. Yes. Well, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at Miley Grando. Not too hard. Just type it up. You'll see... uh... You'll see, you'll see a little white avatar. That's me. So thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Again, SPHL playoffs will be beginning. We'll have yep. basically an idea about the FPHL standings and how the, those playoffs will look Yep. and more. And also, yo, USFL starts. Let's go. Okay. You're, you're just imp- you're impressed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice job, Mark. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, enjoy. Later.